Today is Holy Thursday that we celebrate the Eucharist or Mass of the Lord's Supper, His Last Supper. Our readings today are taken from first reading from Exodus chapter 12, verses 1 to 8, 11 to 14. The second reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 to 26. And the gospel reading is from John chapter 13, verses 1 to 15. My brothers and sisters, as Christians saved by the blood of Jesus, today is very key to our lives as Christians. When you talk about knowing the end, then, like Shakespeare puts it in Richard II, when God sent for Richard, people told him that he would not come because of his arrogance. And God simply said, the words of a dying man enforces attention like deep harmony. For where words are scarce, they are seldom spent in vain. Applying this to today's feast, Jesus knew this was his last meal. This was his last opportunity before he would be betrayed, tried, and killed. Therefore, he summed up his teaching and demonstrated his actions for the last time to his disciples, if they would be like him, if they would carry on the mystery of his salvation. Therefore, it is very, very important for us to learn a lesson from the Lord's Supper, which is a summary of the, our history of salvation. Our reform as human beings destined for eternal life and destined for salvation. The first reading recounts the Passover, and this was the feast that Jesus celebrated and turned into his last supper for the Lamb, the Lamb of God that saved the Israelites is Jesus. It was the blood of the Lamb applied to the doorpost and the lintel of every house in Israel where the Israelites lived that caused the destroying angel or the judgment of God to pass over and not destroy anything in their homes. Whereas those who disobeyed God, their first son, it was decreed that their first sons of both men and animals will die. And so it happened. This was the final straw that broke the Pharaoh's heart that made him allow the Israelites to live. For on this same night, I will go through Egypt, striking down every firstborn of the land, both man and beast, executing judgment 
on all the gods of Israel, I the Lord. But the blood will mark the houses where you are, saying the blood I will pass over you. Thus, when I strike the land of Egypt, no destructive blow will come upon you. This day shall be a memorial feast for you, which all your generation shall celebrate with pilgrim pilgrimage to the Lord as a perpetual institution. When they say no one can be saved except through Christ, for Christians is the blood of Christ that has saved, come to save the world. Anyone who does not believe in the blood of Christ, who does not believe in the word of Christ, cannot be saved because they have removed themselves from the known love, revealed love of God for us. They have chosen clearly, we do not need God. So when the world is judged, they will perish. But those who believed are saved. Hence, on the last supper, in the gospel reading of today, Jesus gave his last formal teaching by word and example to his followers in a way that they will understand. The gospel begins before the feast of Passover. Jesus knew that the, his hour had come to pass from this world to the Father. The hour of death to his humanity going to the Father. How did Christ translate his life unto his disciples? We're told he loved his own in the world and he loved them to the end. He also knew that the devil had already induced Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to hand him over. If anyone in these circumstances does not reveal himself, he will have no other opportunity of showing who he really is. In other words, show who you are, because this is the last judgment also for you. During his, during, so during supper, fully aware that the Father had put everything into his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God, he rose from supper and took off his outer garment, tied a towel around his waist, poured water, and proceeded to wash his disciples' feet. A service preserved for slaves to wash their master's feet. Now, Peter, denied Jesus his service because he knew he was the master. He said, Master, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, What I'm doing, you do not understand now, but you will understand later. We must pay attention to our lives. Therefore, we must pay attention to Jesus' words. Peter's said to him, you will never wash my feet. Peter did not understand Jesus has told him, but he insisted because his mind was still fixed 
on his knowledge that the master does not wash the servant's feet. This is a lesson on humility, the true humility. God knows what humility is. In Christ, he's teaching us what humility is. Humility should really bring us totally into God. But Peter got it wrong, did not hear well. So Jesus answered Peter, unless I wash you, you will have no inheritance with me. Peter thinking that Jesus did not mean what he thought he meant. He said, Master, he clarified it for Jesus. Then, not only my feet, but my hands and my head as well. He tried to bring Jesus away from being a servant and a slave. Jesus said to him, whoever has bathed had no need except to have his feet washed. You don't walk on your head, you don't walk on your hands. For he is clean all over. So you are clean, but not all. Referring to Judas. So with this uh, clarification, all the disciples got the teaching. Because we can safely presume that Judah was no longer here. But during the supper, when Christ showed him the depth of his love, he couldn't stand it. He left, and it was dark. He went into darkness, and Jesus did not pause him. Rather, he made clear to the others that woe to the one who will betray the Son of Man. It would have been better if he was not born. After Jesus has done this, he now reminded them, if you want to be with me, if you want me to be with you, know this. You call me teacher and master, and rightly so, for indeed I am. If I, therefore, the master and teacher have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. I have given you a model to follow, so that I, as I have done for you, you should also do. On this feast of the Lord's Supper, everyone has a lesson to learn, especially about what humility and power mean. If we discover that we have made an error, like Peter, we must submit now to Christ by correcting that error. Jesus has given us an example. In today's second reading, St. Paul made it clear. St. Paul made an error in persecuting the Christian. And when he was touched by Christ, he turned around and converted fully. He said, I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord replaced the old salvation based on the Passover with himself completely. That Jesus is the Lamb of God. He instituted the Eucharist, which is the height and summit of our worship. And when Jesus says, this is my body, this is my blood, Drink. He who eats my body and drinks my blood will have everlasting life. And this is to be done for all generations until the final judgment. In spreading the word of God, in spreading the message of God, the church must be aware, must be a follower of Jesus 
a disciple of Jesus, follow the model of Jesus. In evangelization, this is the model we can understand that if the leaders will put themselves in danger, whole world will be safe and saved. Jesus put himself in danger by allowing his disciple to betray him, by allowing himself or presenting himself as a slave so that anyone can ride on him. These are the risks that Jesus took deliberately and vehemently. If our leaders will imitate, both in the church and in the world, will imitate Christ, the world will be saved. For the world belongs to God. But if we take the world and take God out of the world, we only have confusion and death. It is dark, darkness. The question we might face is, why is the world not saved when we have Christians in the world, when the church is in the world, is surely because they have not followed the model of Jesus. The, the missionaries and the colonial masters, look at how they spread their ideas all over the world. Both of them, under the disguise of Christians, invaded the world, destroyed their culture. Peter thought, all he had to please is Jesus, and then he will control the other disciples forever. The colonial master said, all they had to please is the king. And then the king, they will make him decree and make their subjects slaves to, the, to them. The church missionaries, all they had to do, convert the king and get the king to decree their religion on all their subjects. That is not what Jesus did. Jesus knew his father. He did what his father wanted and allowed his disciples to believe in him. My brothers and sisters, if we can relate to this and change, we will see a change in our practice of Christianity and in living our lives in peace and harmony as Christians. What we are facing in the world today is like the hour of death. Therefore, as Jesus disclosed the truth, we too must accept the truth. There's no, there's no smoothing it over. We must convert. May this Easter be a turning point in our lives forever to be saved in Christ.